Coming to you from the myriad landscape on the plane of Dominaria, probably. This is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome, everybody. Hey. Graham here. Cameron here. Alex here. And today, because it's been a while, we're going to have a crack a pack day. We're going to crack, well, I don't know how many packs. It depends we on what we open. Packs down. We rip packs down. Depends on if we, we roll a 20 or not, because mm. the 20 is actually three packs. So Interesting. we shall see. Um, before we get started, a reminder that Tap Tap Conceit is brought to you by CardKingdom.com. Go to CardKingdom.com slash LRR to put our affiliate code on there, which lets them know that we sent them to you, and we send them to you because we think they're great. That's where we buy our singles when we buy online. They'll ship singles anywhere in the world. <laughs> Bless you, Paul. <laughs> ship sealed product anywhere in the U.S. and uh, and if you tell them loading ready run sent me button please, uh, they'll uh, give you a little one inch button which currently says I have twelve x removals. <laughs> if you need to, you know, be <clears throat> salty that you lost when you have all these removals. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, it, it can happen. Didn't draw them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, or your opponent had thirteen threats. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, how do I beat the all-removal deck? Well, you play all the threats plus one. Yep. Yeah. Which, uh, actually, I was going to say, by the way, uh, thanks to Card Kingdom, they just actually did a blog post about us. Yeah, they did, as one of their affiliates. They did a Ooh. whole sort of write-up on us, which is really cool. you. Yeah. And uh, this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. Please check that out. Okay. Uh, we had a, actually, uh, uh, Cameron and I had a, Experience uh, similar to the to the like I have all these removals yeah. at the um, at the pre-release we were playing we were playing as Allison uh, mm -hmm. s separately, and after uh, um, Allison beat Cam and then I beat Allison and afterwards Allison was saying to me, um, yeah that uh, my deck has uh, some amount of bombs and some amount of removal and in my two games against Cameron I drew all of them. Like, one game was all the bombs, and the second game was all the removal. True facts. And then in both of her games against me, she drew the other half of the deck, <laughs> which is the all the filler. Yeah. It was, they were not pretty uh, games. It was just raining, crushing blows down upon my deck. So, I, sometimes that happens at pre-release. Yeah, but I did have both cats, both rare cats. Yes, Cat yeah. Tribal. Cat Tribal, it worked, <laughs> kind of. I was tweeting I mean, about it on the LRR MTG account, mm -hmm. and uh, some people were like, Cameron's playing green-white cats? Are you sure it's Cameron? Yeah, well, it's like I had three blue creatures in my pool, so... Yeah. God, I hope yeah. they don't see me playing Grixis Delve. Yeah, Ooh. it's like you it's play like, what you You're open, not playing right? Mono Red? <laughs> What's yeah. going on? All right. You play uh, what you open, folks. Yep. Roll uh, that big D20, let's go. Ying, 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 Try again. Ying. <laughs> I rolled right into my lap. Six. Six. And two, three, four, five, six. Hey, it's Journey to Nyx. Ooh. Let's Dope. go on a journey to Nyx. I guess we'll put it over here for now. This was a really interesting set. It. Yeah. This pack was given to us by Sean Morford, a.k.a. Dark Morford, at uh, PAX West 2016. Darkness. Creatures that are also enchantments. Mm -hmm. It was well, uh, constellation it was, was actually a really interesting mechanic. It was fun, yeah. All right, let's start with Nyx Infusion. Mm -hmm. It's a two and a black for a creature enchantment aura. Enchanted creature gets plus two plus two if it is an enchantment. Otherwise, it gets minus two minus two. Oh. So this was kind of interesting. It was like you could make your enchantment creatures bigger. Mm -hmm. uh, or use it as situational removal, mm. but only against their non-enchantment creatures. Mm, right. But well, it was cool. Reminded was me a bit of, uh, there was a white enchantment in Innistrad that was like an arrest, mm -hmm. or 
an or like a buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was for humans. Bonds yeah. of humanity. Bonds, bonds of faith. Yeah, bonds of faith. Bonds of faith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I really like that. Mm -hmm. I think, generally speaking, you're much more interested in having this as removal than pump. But mm -hmm. yeah, could be all right. Next, God Hunter yes! Octopus. <laughs> yes. Uh, five five for five and a blue. God Hunter Octopus can't attack unless defending player controls an enchantment or enchanted. Permanent. I don't know huh. what the people of Theros think an octopus is. No, but this—that's pretty is, big. Did, I, that's not where an octopus's I'm mouth goes. But a little I mean, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Because why the additional clause on this enchanted permanent? Because oh, enchanted permanent. If you have enchanted it, yes. Yes. Okay, that see, suddenly I, just made sense. I was I, like, why? Because they already own it. Oh no, it's no, an no, enchantment. See, I easier. thought of the same thing. But if, if I put Nyx Infusion on your creature, exactly. I control an enchantment, yep. but you control an enchanted permanent. Yes. Got it. Yeah. So, but it's also the God Hunter Octopus, and because the enchantments in this set are the boons of the gods, then yeah. if they He's have an enchanted permanent, gonna then it's it. going to come for it. It's got too many mouths. Yeah, I, I can imagine that if, yeah, if somebody from a different plane is just hanging out on Theros and is like, hey, you want to go get some uh, calamari or something? People yeah. on Theros are like, oh my god, you yeah, eat like, that? How? How? People from your world just eat God Hunter octopuses, I suppose. Yeah. Huh. Well, look at your you. chefs well, must you be hard? amazing. I like this is Kiora and Thassa fighting. Mm -hmm. Is what this is. They oh they had bad blood. Didn't they, don't, they? they don't like yeah, each other. No. Sigiled skink. Ooh. It's a two one for one and a red, and whenever it attacks, scry one. Scry hiker. This yep. was totally fine. Yeah, I like this little guy. Yeah. Um. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Counterpart to sigiled starfish. Yeah. Font of Vigor. The fonts were not super exciting, but this one was uh, one and a white for an enchantment, and then for two and a white and sacrifice, you gain seven life. Which is fine. Generally speaking, the fonts were not amazing. The blue one, I think, was pretty good because you drew cards. Yeah, I liked the green one in Constructed because it was instant speed, like Land Tutor. Mm. Right. right. Well, these this are, one was bad. These are mm -hmm. in here for... To, uh, to trigger Constellation. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Oh, I get a thing off this, so... Crewfixes. Oh, yeah, Font of Fortunes. Yeah, yeah that's not so bad. Yeah, that's basically slightly more expensive divination. Font of Fortunes was one in a blue to cast it, and then one in a blue and sack it to draw two cards. So. Yeah. That's and then, oh, yeah, Font of Fertility. Right, single green mana, and then one in a green to sack it, and you get a basic land, put it tapped. in the tapped. Yeah. 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 Uh, Crewfixes Insight. Two in a green for a sorcery. Reveal the top six cards of your library, put up to three enchantment cards from among them into your hand, and the rest into uh, your graveyard. Hmm. Um, I don't remember if this was good. Yeah. No. It was I always one of these. Yeah. Eh. You know what was good? Farika's Chosen. Yes. 1-1 one, one Death Touch for one. Yeah. Like the, the, old, uh, the little the one, old one brick wall. The little 1-1 one, one Death Touch for one in black is generally a, a good card. Mm -hmm. uh, I recall it being particularly good in this set. Right. Well, where there were so many like Voltron strategies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just having like a Typhoid Rats to shut down someone's like... Massive seven-seven heroic. Yeah. You just like creature on reverently place the thumbtack in the path of your <laughs> monster. Yep. Desecration plague. Uh, three and a green sorcery destroy target enchantment or land. Yep. Sure is. Sometimes you had to. Yep. For the enchantment one. I got a I question. Mean, I, I, yeah. I, I, How good are like these overcosted LD spells in draft? Bad. Bad. They're so not like pretty bad. They're not worth running. Mm -hmm. Why are they there? I assume Marrow has said repeatedly that w they actually deliberately put bad cards into sets. Huh. 
as like skill testing questions for players. I think that's less relevant now. Like I think mm -hmm. they, I think they do that less now. But yeah, there there has at least for a period of time there was the concept of yeah, like the skill test, right? Like the card that you're not actually supposed to run very well. Mm -hmm. huh. um, but I mean, people like. People like cards like this. I don't yeah. know. Like this one at least has the the enchantment value, which was useful enough mm. in the set that this could maybe well, be a sideboard. Because most of the ones that I, I see these days will be like land or something else, or it'll mm -hmm. do artifact or land. Yeah. yeah, artifact or relevant land. to the the set. This I, I remember there was like a uh, <coughs> Utopia Sprawl equivalent mm -hmm. land enchantment in this set that I I could imagine like you like blow never, this away. You're never really gonna hit. I I I imagine that. The idea is that like the one time you get them off color or like mm -hmm. off double color or something. Yeah, that's or probably the you only. Get them on a greedy splash. Mm. They're just so expensive these spells. Yeah, they, well they have to be because like LD is awful. Yeah, ma making cheap LD is horrible. Like yeah. Yeah. three CMC for land destruction is like where it's kind of at, and then mm -hmm. like anything cheaper than that is just like. Oh yeah, like let's not have any more sinkholes. It's, it's, no sinkhole. I know, uh, like I know, Rosewater has talked about um, the idea of not necessarily like as a skill testing thing, but just the idea of it being beneficial to not have every card in the set be good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that there is uh, by having sort of a curve of uh, uh, whether the cards are good or not. Stuff for for like drafting or whatever. Like it the pool makes it more. The pool take it away. It mm. makes it more interesting in terms of, uh, you know, uh, you have to make decisions in terms of mm. whether, not necessarily whether this card is good, but if, but in this particular context, yeah, is it still worth it to to take this card, even though it's objectively bad? Mm. You know, sometimes you take the whatever five mana. Uh, uh, kill spell or the or whatever you know, you you sometimes take the bad card because it's still what you need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, next, Starfall. Speaking of which, this was this was a bad card that you needed. Four mm -hmm. and a red instant. Starfall deals three damage to target creature. If that creature's an enchantment, it also deals three damage to that creature's controller. It's removal. Five mana bolt. Yep. Five mana it's, bolt. Has like almost every card in this pack has referenced enchantments. Yeah, this yeah. was a major enchantment heavy set. <clears throat> mm -hmm. uh, cast into darkness. Oh no! Uh, enchanted creature. Uh, sorry, one in a black for a enchantment creature enchantment aura. Enchanted creature gets minus two minus zero and can't block. So uh, yeah, this is this was useful in the in the aggressive strategy mm -hmm. when you just need to race. Yep. Is this guy just going blind? Uh, I mean, he he might if he had eyes. Mm -hmm. huh. <laughs> it's a terrifying it's terrifying art. Mm. Um, supply line cranes. These oh were God. good. Yeah, these these were good. Uh, it's a two four flyer for three white white. They're bringing some swords in. Can I just say I really love the sort of connection of <clears throat> card function to image. Yeah, it's like a bunch of birds. Like they're bringing weapons. There's hands reaching up to get them, and it's like you put a plus one plus one counter on a creature. Yeah, and you, you give it a sword. You can put them on it, so the crane can hold the sword themselves. So it's, <laughs> yeah, once a planet crane enters the battlefield, you put like, a, you put one plus one plus one counter on a creature, and it can be the cranes. So at worst, they're a three five flyer for five, which is actually pretty great. Mm -hmm. It's a really good blocker as well. I like the cranes are like, screw this. Yeah. We're we're done taking care of babies. Yeah, yeah. We're taking swords like, now. Is that a crane with a glaive. <laughs> uh oh. There goes the afternoon. Chariot of Victory, <clears throat> three mana equipment, equips for one, and equipped creature has first strike, trample, and haste. 
The only thing worse than bad cards in draft is getting gotten by a bad card in draft. Yeah, I never, I, I never played this card. And you got got by it? Once, I think. Yeah. Actually, no, I got hit by fleet, fleet foot sandals. I got uh, wrecked by this card once with the thought in my mind, well, there's no haste in blue, so I think <laughs> I can swing out here. Right. And they're just like, this, a creature, kill you? And I'm like, oh. <sighs> You what? know this card is bad, right? And they're like, yet it killed you. Yeah, this is the kind of card where, it, like, you, you have that kind of experience in draft, and you're like, oh, maybe I could put this in a constructed deck, and it's just awful. Yeah. What What would this be now as a vehicle? Mm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Vroom, vroom, buggy. It, yeah. I wonder if that's actually going to be a thing, like, in sets that, like, because I imagine vehicles aren't going to show up in every set. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in sets that don't have vehicles, are they going to be careful about making equipment not vehicles? <laughs> yeah, not look like vehicles anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Because there's a lot of, like, chariots and buggies and stuff definitely have been equipment mm -hmm. uh, traditionally. So that'll but be interesting to see. But in Ammon, like, I don't think there are anything mm -hmm. in Ammon yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy. Crystalline yeah. Nautilus. Two and a blue for a 4-4. Four, four. Woof! When Crystalline Nautilus becomes the target of a spell or ability, sacrifice it. Okay. It's, it's crystalline. It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 in the, it's not an illusion, which is interesting, because usually <laughs> illusions have that mechanic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it has bestow. Phantasms, isn't it? Uh, no, illusions. it's illusions. Yeah. Illusions. But they're usually like phantasmal bear is an illusion bear right, that right. has that. Yeah. Uh, but it has Bestow. Now, Bestow was a mechanic from the set where you could cast one of these enchantment creatures as a creature aura that gave its ability and stats to the creature enchanted. So in this case, it, you can bestow it for three blue-blue, and it gives the enchanted creature plus four plus four, and when this creature becomes a target of a spell or ability, sacrifice it. But then you sacrifice it, and then the, the novelist falls The coolest part off. about this is that like, when it falls off, it becomes a creature again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they, they uh, put it in... That um, if you uh, if you cast a creature with bestow, and they t uh, targeting a creature, and they de they destroy that creature in response, mm -hmm. then this just falls onto the battlefield. Oh, really? Which is so cool okay, because yeah. it, it gets around the sort of notorious problem of creature enchantments, which is it's effortless to get two for one. Yeah, yeah. But so they this they sort they, of they, they, they they were like, except bestow doesn't work like that. They they basically made it. Work the way you want it to work. Yeah, which yeah. is nice. The, the, they made it work the um, way you, it needs to work in a set that's based around auras. Yeah, and yeah there's a, there's a couple of uh, Highlander playable um, aura creatures or uh, bestow creatures. The, the the green one. Um, the the one with flash. Yeah, Boonsater. Boonsater. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, he's good. He's fine. So this one's uh, very close to being actually a glass cannon, mm -hmm. but it uh, I recall it being you know pretty powerful because they they can't always. Target it, yeah, and then you got this four four for three, or something else has become plus four plus four for five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I is, mean, like, is there any uh, is there any use of this to cast it on your opponent's guy, then touch him, kill the guy, and then you get your crystal nautilus? Like, is that maybe? a thing? Oh, you because you would get you would get, you would get, yeah. get the nautilus Ooh, back. Get him! I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's a, a very if you have some sort of free activated ability like a tap ability or something. Hmm. There's a there's a corner case with gnarled scarhide where you cast it on your opponent and make it so that they can't block mm -hmm. and get them. Yeah, I've never done it, but you can make that play. Solid play. Uh, Binding flare mm -hmm. is a single red mana sorcery. Any number of target creatures can't block this turn, and uh, it costs one 
red more to cast for each target beyond the first. So you, for one red, you can make one creature not target. For or two not red, block. sorry, not mm -hmm. not block. For two cre for two red, you can make two creatures not block. Right. This is so, so it's stride was a bit similar to um, replicate. Yeah, replicate. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> or um, the what was the is it one the, the overcharge or something? Overdrive was like overdrive no was like one or everything mm -hmm. that your opponent controls. Yeah. But like replicate uh, copied the spell, whereas this just expands the targets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is not amazing, honestly, because no. it's very expensive and it's all on red. And uh, mm -hmm. I recall not ever seeing this card. <laughs> Whoop. Oh yeah, yeah. Dawnbringer Charioteers. Hey, remember the uh, Journey into Nyx pre-release? Uh, <laughs> so, for those for those who were newer to the game, there was a period of time where um, they were uh, there was different pre-release sets you could pick by color. Mm -hmm. And uh, currently, it's just you. It's just you get your packs and you get a random uh, promo card, and you can use the card. Way, way before when we started to play, it was pre-release packs and a promo card, and you could not play the promo card because mm -hmm. I think it was always the same card. Yeah, well, like at um, the Scars of Mirrodin pre-release, it was Wormcoil. <laughs> yes. Well, then, <laughs> yeah. then, then, at, then at Mirrodin Besiege, then you got to pick if you wanted the Mirrodin, the Mirren pack or the Phyrexian pack. And then they started sort of doing it with in uh, Return to Ravnica block. You got yeah. to pick your guild and stuff like that. For this set, you got to pick the color of your pre-release pool, one of the one of the five colors, and each color came with a specific known promo card that you could use in your deck. And the white one was this one. It was the best. Everyone picked white mm -hmm. because everyone knew that it came with the best card. So you were guaranteed to at least have Dawnbringer Charioteers. Mm -hmm. And which, you got like which one, meant that they 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 ran out of the white packs after day one. Did you get like one seated pack or two yeah. seated packs? Or yeah. yeah, one one seated pack. So Dawnbringer Territories, because I realize I haven't said it yet, is uh, two white white for a two four flyer with lifelink. Uh huh. And whenever you cast a spell and it, and it has heroic, whenever you cast a spell that targets it, you put a plus one plus one counter on Dawnbringer Territories. Woof. Yep. That sounds pretty unbeatable in draft. Yeah. yeah, it's really, really strong. So yeah, that the journey into next pre-release was just Dawnbringer charioteers banging into each other because oh, they couldn't right. like like oh. two four flying lifelink for four was Seraph of the Sun I think mm -hmm. from Avison Restored, mm -hmm. which was a very good pick in draft. Yes, like two four flying lifelink for four is actually supremely irritating because mm -hmm. it attacks well and it's hard to kill in combat and it blocks super well. Yeah, uh, uh, Seraph of the Sun was four four. Sorry, Seraph of the Dawn. Dawn... It was a common, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was... Um, yeah, Seraph of the Suns is recent in my memory. It I want to say it had Vigilance as well, didn't no, it? No, it was just 2-4 no. just Flying Lifelink, and it was something about the sun or the oh, dawn or... Seraph of Dawn. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And this card was very good in Limited, just because... Nice artwork. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's great. Uh, but yeah, add heroic that you can just make it arbitrarily bigger at however many times you can target it, and so yeah. Im imagine. I mean, this is this is putting it very very loose to removal. But target Dawnbringer Charioteer, Dawnbringer Charioteers on turn four, turn five, bestow Crystal and Nautilus. Wah, wah. Put a counter on the Dawnbringer Charioteers. You now have a mm, one two seven, three a seven nine. Yeah, you now have a seven nine flying lifelink okay, for four. at least a turn. Could you curve Dawnbringer Charioteers into supply line cranes? Well, they they wouldn't they, get the 
uh, Dominic Charioteers wouldn't get a counter for being targeted, oh, but, it, but, it spell, would, right? but it would yes. get one. Yeah, yeah sorry, I was yeah. heroic was, spell was, ability. Heroic was spell not ability, but okay. still. I, I really wish... For the art for Dawnbringer Charioteers, I wish whoever had taken that picture had just backed up like five feet. Hmm. He cut off both the both the Pegasus, both the yeah. Pegasus. Yeah. It's just a shame. And we got a two-two <laughs> uh, enchantment creature, bird token, and a forest. Okay. So um, yeah, Dawnbringer Charioteers would be my first pick out of yeah, the pack. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is double white, but yeah, but yeah, that's but fine. White was fine in this form. I mean, honestly, the thing is, failing Dawnbringer Charioteers, my first pick might actually be supply line cranes. Yeah, agreed. So, I mean, maybe the Nautilus, if I, if I really feel like getting frisky with um, Constellation. Like, the Nautilus might be, like, a good pickup for whoever's to your left, if mm -hmm. they're in, like, blue-green Constellation. Yeah. Right? Like, but the Nautilus would not be something I would be excited to see on pack one. Pack one. What? Let's put oh, this 2010 core back in here somewhere. All, All right. right. All right. Let's, let's move on to the next pack. Achoo! Thank you, Sean, for that pack. Eleven. Pulls. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, that's wait. Nope. There. Ah, let's go back in time. Ooh. Going back in time. Chronicles. Chronicles. Oh man, was this one? This was the one they got in trouble for. Uh, this was from Mike. <laughs> Can I see? I can't read it. Sorry. Oh, Mike, Captain Ender. Ah, there you oh. go. Oh, yeah. So yeah, this was a uh, uh, this was their first uh, reprint collection. Yeah, the first the the first master set, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically. This was this the, was uh, like this the, was revised masters. Yeah, well, the direct fallout of this was the reserve list, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So this this was cards up to so this would have been cards from contains like, selected cards from the following expansions. Actually, wait, can you guess? Arabian Nights. Yep. Legends. Yep. Antiquities. Yep. Um, oh god. What, what, one more. The Dark? The Dark. Arabian Nights, Antiquities, Legends, and The Dark. Reprinted in white border. <laughs> and they did a similar thing <laughs> in Europe, if you recall. Because mm -hmm. they, didn't, they didn't do Chronicles in Europe. They did Renaissance. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh wow, this is a card I've never seen in my life. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. Racolite. Oh, yeah. You know you, you, you know Racolite? You just by the image. I don't know what it does. Uh, well, it's a six mana artifact, and for two mana, you can prevent one damage to any creature or player and then return <laughs> Racolite to its owner's hand at the end of turn. Oh my god. <laughs> so for, for six mana, <laughs> for, for a cheap eight mana, do you want to put, yeah, for, for the low, low cost of eight mana, you can prevent a damage? How is this not an uncard? Uh, Azure Drake is okay. next. Um, From Legends. Three and a blue for a 2 4 flyer. Yeah. This guy's gotten reprinted a lot, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. There's. I can see. I can kind of see what made people so mad about Chronicles. If you look at the price list for Chronicles, uh -huh. like the card, like there's so many cards that are worth like a big chunk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the Chronicles version is worth like. 50 cents. cents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they printed a lot of it. Mm -hmm. uh, let's get out your 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 squinty eyes for it's lots of font. Nebuchadnezzar. It's Nebuchadnezzar. Hey. Oh boy. Oh, that is a lot of stuff. In I there. love this art. Three three, for three blue black, summon legend. Le I think legendary creature probably human oracle to this mm -hmm. point. 
For X and tap, name a card. Target opponent reveals X cards from his or her hand at random. If the player does not have enough cards in hand, his or her entire hand is revealed. Why do they always have that flaws? In, in case, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, opponent then discards any of those cards that match the named card. Use this ability only during your turn. You know what this is? This is the um, curse scroll effect, except for discard. Yeah. Except poo. Yeah. Keepers of the Faith. One white, white for a 2 3. That's actually not terrible. Yeah, 3 mana, 2 3 is actually fine. Yeah. Like the the creatures so far have been like just not great. Like you'd get a two three for three now without a double casting cost. Mm -hmm. Or like a two four flyer. Uh, actually, two four flyer for four is like not even that outside the realm of possibility. Well, I mean, like Don't Bring Your Cherry Tears brings a couple of keywords with it. But yeah. Like this is way back. But this in the is day a common. That was good. So uh, Emerald Dragonfly. Hey, that Quentin Hoover value. Yeah. Uh, one one flying dragonfly. For one and a green. So one one flyer for two. And for green green, it gets first strike until end of hey, turn. Hey, remember when green had flyers that were really, really bad? Yeah, there's, this and Scrib Sprites. There's like four? Scrib Sprites scrib sprite are not so bad. There's like They're pretty bad. There's not that many green creatures that fly. No. There's like Hornet Queen, this, Scrib Sprites, and some sort of... Scrib Ranger? Scrib Ranger is actually like nuts. Hmm. It's. <gasps> You're right, Cam. <gasps> um, it's Quambage Witches. Popper Staple. He actually, yeah. Uh, Quambage, uh, I guess. Quambage. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, black, black, for a one-three witches. Tap. Quambage Witches deals one damage to target creature or player. Quambage Witches also deals one damage to target creature or player of target opponent's choice. Choose I might, your target first. I might actually pick these up to run in my uh, Popper Commander deck. Interesting. Because this goes <clears> into <throat> Mono Black Devotion in Popper. Oh, it does too. Mm, it, it's also like pretty okay removal because like on an empty board you tap it, you ping something, maybe they ping you back, they can't kill this with its own ability. Yeah. yeah. Also in Commander, <clears throat> uh, it's, it's, not the, it's not the player that you target. Or the, or the or the controller of the creature you target. It's just target opponent. Mm -hmm. So if someone has a has a two toughness thing, you can be like, "Yo, I mark one damage on that." Uh, like uh, like me, like three of us are playing. I mark one damage on your thing, Alex. Cam, what do you want to target? You can put you. the other damage. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's what yeah? that's what commanders yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, but yeah, that, that would be the correct play. Right? Let's start putting the Tron together. There's a Tron. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Did, did we really... Did we really... We, we, we natural? We Troned, boys. <laughs> we Tron now, Whoa. boys. Urza's power plant. Not, which is not reading on the card reader for some reason. Uh, because it had multiple artwork. Oh, uh, The card right. reader falls down on this. Urza's tower. This is got, the... I got that one. And Urza's mine. Oh, wow. We did it. Yeah. We got the whole thing. We made a modern deck. So each of these is um, each of these taps for a colorless. If you control all by, three of them, by the way, at a dollar fifty each, uh, those are the most valuable. No, those are the like uh, the Urza's cards are the sixth to twelfth uh, most valuable cards. <laughs> well. In the set? Yeah, because wow. there's right. multiple commercial printings of them. Yeah. So uh, they each tap for just a single colorless. But if you control all three, 
The mine and the power plant each tap for two colorless, and the tower taps for three colorless. Mm -hmm. So r right now, this is two, four, seven, seven mana here. That's Eldrazi mana right there. Yep. And they're not legendary either, so you can have multiple copies of them and just natural into Emrakul. Mm-hmm. It's a modern deck. Oh, how about some good equipment? Rune sword. Well, it's not equipment. <laughs> yep. But it was before they made equipment. Mm -hmm. So it's a six mana artifact for a rune sword. For three and tap, target attacking creature gets plus two plus zero oh until end of turn. Any creature damaged by that creature cannot regenerate this turn. If such a creature <laughs> receives lethal damage this turn, remove it from the game, so exile it. Yeah. If the target leaves play before the end of turn, bury rune sword. What? So yep. if, if you target... Wait. It's not even if you target. It's just like if the creature that you targeted dies in combat, then you lose the rune sword. That's yep. so awful. That's really bad. Yeah. So it's more like an enchantment that goes on to the creature in some ways. I mean, well, it, 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 you can uh, put it on after blocks. Yeah. Right? Like, this guy didn't get blocked, therefore I'm going to like, yeah, get into true. extra damage. Yeah. By the way, there are actually uh, a few more... I was just looking for green flying creatures, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and there are there are more than you would think, but not a lot. Right. Yeah, including um, I, I love that one of the green flying creatures is just flailing Drake. <laughs> Help. He, he flies, but not not well. <laughs> doesn't really inspire confidence, does no. it? Uh, Divine offering reprinted in uh, Scars block. Yeah. Uh, destroy target artifact, gain life equal to the target's, or gain life equal to the artifact's casting cost. Instant for one and a white. Mm -hmm. And finally, Gazban oh, Ogre. No. Which was a rare? Uh, I think Rune Sword or one of the lands, oh, maybe? Yeah. So it's a Gazban Ogre is a 2 2 for a single green, but during your upkeep, the player with the most life gains control of Gazban Ogre. If the highest life total is shared by one or more players, the player currently controlling Gazban Ogre retains control of it. I'll play some dirty 2-2s two for one, but I won't touch this one with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. What is it Gazban Ogre? Were there even rares? I don't know. But yeah, the like, Combadge Witches are actually kind of dank. The, like, Urza's Mine was in the slot. It Like, if we go for, like, the way that packs are organized currently, um, it would have been like the the rune. Yeah, it would have been the rune sword or the ogre, but I don't think that that's the case. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it was the racolite. Uh, mine is an uncommon. I think all the lands are uncommon. Nebuchadnezzar is an uncommon. Yeah, but it was like Racolite, Azure Drake, Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. And anyway, the point is, it's weird. It's yep. Not great. I don't even this, know. Like, if it's a really good way to uh, goozle nine year olds on the playground was <laughs> if they don't know what their rares are. Yeah. So, right? uh, yeah, by the I way. Got, I got got. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The only. The only uh, there's four cards. Uh, well, five cards in in Chronicles that are worth more than those Urza's cards. Okay. Blood Moon. Uh, so Blood Moon is the number one right. at 25 bucks. Okay. Corn Crossroads, 14 bucks. City of Brass, oh. five bucks. Wow. Yep. Hell's Caretaker, 250. Ashnod's Altar, one or two bucks. Wow. 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 It's like not good EV. It's just like City of Brass. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like a $100 card. Yeah, from Arabian For the Nights, real right? one. Yeah. 
It shows you like that Carter's the the ability he has is exactly the same as the other one. It's mm -hmm. just nobody like that likes white border. The, yeah. Nobody likes the it, white border. If I was put in the unfortunate situation of having to draft Chronicles, <laughs> I would probably take Azure Drake. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Azure yeah. Drake. That's probably you're correct. also cutting blue. For what that's worth. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Unless someone wants to take Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's throw this pack of. You want to roll? Yeah. Um, pack of dragons of Tarkir here in the middle somewhere. All right. It's twenty. Oh. Uh -oh. Yes. Well, that'll carry us through to probably the end of this episode. Yeah. Because that is this uh, Walmart-style repack. This was given to us by Holiday MD at PAX South, and it's a uh, blister pack containing three booster packs plus two bonus cards, it says here. Uh, and all I know is that it's, I think that's Zendikar and Athalia's Lancers. So yeah, let's it's got, it take has a look. Battle so there's three different the boosters? Three different else? boosters, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll let you know as we go. Ah, okay, so the boosters are Battle for Zendikar, Okay. Gate Crash, yeah. hmm. and... Both of the Gatewatch. Huh. All right, so both of the Expeditions gate crash. and a foil uh, stomping ground, I'm going to say. And the, uh, yeah, our uh, promo packs are um, Myth Realized from Dragons of Tarkir. I wanted this to work. Or I from, really wanted this to work. From Fate Reforged, actually? Uh, no, that's that's Dragons. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Myth Realized is a single white enchantment. Um, Put it on the Oh, it, it'll work? I wasn't sure. Okay, this great. This card's actually fine. Yeah, so, uh, I like this card a lot. Yeah, whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you put a lore counter on Myth Realized, and then uh, you can also just pay two and a white to put a lore counter on Myth Realized. And then for a single white until end of turn, Myth Realized becomes a monk avatar creature in addition to its other types and gains this creature's power and toughness are each equal to the number of lore counters on it. So mm -hmm. I put together this deck once for F&M. And then the uh, other promo is from um, uh, Shadows? Shadows, yeah. Is uh, Thalia's Lancers. Uh, which I don't think you're going to come across because they're from mm -hmm. a different set. Thalia's Stabbers. Uh, they're 4-4 four, four for 3, white-white with first strike, and when they enter the battlefield, you may search your library for a legendary card, reveal it, put it into your hand, and shuffle. Was this the buy a box promo? Eldritch Moon. Yeah. Eldritch, Eldritch Moon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's weird. Um, where do you want to start? Well, I'm holding this pack of battle for Zendikar. All right, yeah, let's go yes. battle, gate watch, gate crash. Let's go <laughs> let's jump around. By the way, I just, because I was looking in, in Gatherer. Look, look, look. Uh, we got that Gaz, Gazban ogre in the uh, uh, in the Chronicles pack. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, in the um, uh, in Unglued there is Gazban ogress. Yes, I remember that one. Which uh, go becomes uh, uh, the creature the the player who has won the most games of Magic in that day <laughs> gains control of it. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, all right. So what is this pack? Battle for Zendikar. Let me know when you're good. Okay. All right. Calastria Healer. Doesn't quite work for aristocrats. Sorry. Nope. One and a black for a 1-2 vampire cleric ally. Whenever it or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. Mm -hmm. I did have fun going off in draft with this, but yeah. doesn't do what you want it to do. Yeah, well, it's a black soul sister. Yeah. Right. You know what does get into the Aristocrats deck, though? It's Blister Pod. Yay! 1-1 yep. one, one single green. When it dies, uh, with Devoid, it has no color. When it dies, you get a 1-1 one, one Eldrazi Scion that you can sacrifice for a single mana. <laughs> so, that's cool. Or Oracle of Dust. Uh, if you haven't seen it, um, in the 
actually can't remember if it was the first or the second episode with Shivam, but we, we uh, talked a lot about the art from Oracle of Dust. It was really cool. Hmm. Uh, it's a four and a blue for a three five Eldrazi processor. And for two mana, you can put a card from an opponent that bleh, put a card an opponent owns from exile into their graveyard to loot, to draw a card and discard a card. Mm -hmm. uh, I quite liked Oracle of Death. Yeah, honestly. I like this guy. She, right, Shivan was talking about how this was almost sort of a, uh, a, a preview of Kaladesh stuff. Yeah, is the way that uh, the the way that the Oracle is well, the fact that it's an Oracle, the way that it's sitting, that it's sort of like um, uh, looking at ash by the river. It's yeah. like this. It's a very sort of specific the multi arms thing iconography from oh. from, from like Hindu mm -hmm. yeah. Hindu iconography. Uh, Voracious Null, two in a black for a two two. Not good. One in a black. Sacrifice another creature. Put two counters on Voracious Null. Oh, that seems pretty good. Activate this ability only time you could cast sorcery. Oh, now oh, it's not good anymore. Yep. Gosh darn it. Core Castigator is uh, this set's 3-1 for one and a white. Mm -hmm. But there's all these 1-1 one, one Scions running around. The 3-1's not very good. Oh, it can't be blocked by Scions. Fair. It's actually not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, the current one is actually... Way better. Way better. Oketra's Avenger. Have you Oketra's Avenger? What does it do again? It's a 3-1 for one and a white. Uh-huh. Uh, whenever it attacks, you may exert it, and if you do, it's indestructible until end of turn. Well, per prevent combat damage will be dealt to it. Mm -hmm. That seems pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I want this guy to be like one and tap, put a 2 2 alligator token into play. Castigator? Yeah. God damn it. Get out. It's <laughs> a spell shaper. Sure, strike. Sure. Sure, sure. It's one in the red. For a plus three, plus oh, and first strike until end of turn. Should I strike? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. Sure. <laughs> Inspired Charge. Finally, one of these was an instant. Yep. Two white, white instant creatures you control gain plus two, plus one until end of turn. It's, it's actually, yep. I've died to that card out of nowhere yeah, you more had to times watch than out I, for it. Yeah, more times than I care to. Yeah. Doesn't have the time. trample that makes it you. a backbreaker, but it is. You have totally to be careful good. with your blocks. Uh, my favorite deck in this format, though, was oh, yeah. definitely blue, black, or red, black, devoid. Yep. Benthic Infiltrator. It's a 1 4 for 2 and a blue. With Devoid, uh, can't be blocked. And it has Ingest. So it's whenever it deals combat damage to a player, that player exiles the top card of their library. Uh, and yeah, it can't be blocked. So. thick, though. Mm -hmm. Ben thick. <laughs> uh, Vestige of Emrakul. It's mm -hmm. a 3-4 Devoid with Trample for 3 and a red. Uh, not the most exciting include yeah, into the but Devoid deck, it but it got the curve. It also handily dies to Gideon's Reproach, hmm. which Whoosh. is... Uh, one and a white for an instant deals four damage to target attacking or blocking creature. Good card. Mm -hmm. In draft. Chatty in. Brood mom. Brood monitor. Mm. Three three Eldrazi for four green green. But it enters the battlefield with three one one Eldrazi scions. The scions are, as a reminder, are the one ones that you can sack for a colorless mana. Pretty good. Yep. Good ally, though. Skyrider Elf. Oh, yeah. I need one of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a good card. X, green, blue, flying, with Converge. Skyrider Elf enters the battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter on it for each color of mana spent to cast it. Which means, if you cast for X is zero, if you cast it for just green and blue, it is a 2-2 two, two flyer. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yep. 2-2 two, two flyer for two. That's actually very good. But if you cast it for... Green and blue and red, where X is one. It's a three-three flyer for three. Suddenly into, uh, uh, it, yeah. Is this the only X creature that doesn't use X actually in the text? 
That's so weird. Yeah, it's 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 a peculiar way. It's a of, really weird card. But yeah, like Lightning Angel at Uncommon is not that bad. Really. Like it's it's sort of like kicker. I just like it's, add a plus one plus perfectly one the vanilla test, right? Mm -hmm. It's a two two for two, or a three three for three, or a four four for four, or a five five for five. Yep. But, it has but also flying. has flying. Yep. <laughs> like bear, bear, bear. Also, it has counters on it, which can be relevant sometimes. Mm -hmm. But you have to do different colors for each one. Yeah. Yes. Makes it harder. Cryptic Cruiser. Uh, two two. One of the least interesting processors, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. It's a three three for three and a blue. And with Devoid, and then for uh, two and a blue, put a card an opponent owns from exile into the graveyard. You you process to tap a creature. Uh, th this this would work. This would break up late game board stalls and yeah. games, but it was not exciting. No, right? You needed to have a lot of gas for it. Mm -hmm. And the rare is Noyan. It's Noyan Dar, Royal Shaper, four four, for three blue white, or three white blue. Pardon mm -hmm. me. Legendary Merfolk ally. Whenever you cast an, an instant or sorcery spell, you may put three plus one plus one counters on target land you control. If you do, that land becomes a zero zero elemental creature with haste that is still a land. Every spell you cast gets awakened three. Yep. I, uh, wow. Occasionally I try to throw this deck together. Yeah. It's a real good way to get strip mined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then a full art plan. Hey! hey. For some reason, I would love this that card, the Royal <laughs> Shaper, if it didn't actually turn the lands into creatures. It was just like, put ple three plus one plus one counters on the land you control. Yeah. That's like, it. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Your lands are getting huge and buff, but they can't do anything. Yeah. Then, over in Oath of the Gatewatch, Ooh. boy was Cultivator Drone good. In mm. that in that deck, mm -hmm. Cultivator Drone is uh, two and a blue for a two-three Eldrazi Drone with Devoid. Tap to add a colorless to your mana pool. Spend this mana only to cast a colorless spell. Activate an ability of a colorless permanent, or pay a cost that contains the colorless mana symbol. Yeah. So Cultivator Drone basically ramped you into other Devoid creatures. Yep. While also holding down the board. It was actually yeah. It was like held down the ground really reasonably well. Oh right, sorry. From that pack of. Um, from the uh, pack of Battle for Zendikar. Um, Noyan? Noyan? Love the I, dream? I think it I think it would be Brood Monitor for me. Mm. I'd be so tempted by Benthic Infiltrator, but, but it's, like, it's, it's, it's probably Noyan. Yeah. I mean, the, I think also Skyrider Elf you mm -hmm. can make a very strong argument for. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and limited Noyan Dar is just really hard to answer, though. Yeah. Avoid the Noyan. <laughs> wow. uh, brood Strength. Are you proud of yourself over there, Paul? Frequently reprinted? I am. <laughs> oh, I'm free now! Uh, one in a red instant target creature gets plus one, plus three plus one, and gains trample until end of turn. Totally this is a really cool. good flavor text. It's not the yeah. size of the rock, it's how badly you want to lift it. <laughs> uh, Alpha Protector is a 1-4 human soldier ally with vigilance. Now, Alpha. the reason that Alpha Protector was good was that it was a 1-4 for 3, so it blocked really well, but it had Vigilance. Mm -hmm. So you could attack, attack with it and use Cohort abilities. Yes. Because Cohort was you tap the uh, two... Uh, uh, you, another you, ally. You tap know. the creature with Cohort and another ally. Mm -hmm. So you could attack or block with this and then still tap it for Cohort. Hmm. Um, and like, Effort Protector wasn't like amazing, but it was useful in that Yeah, in that it filled way. a necessary role in the deck. Uh, speaking of Cohort... Zulaport Chain Mage is a 4-2 for 3 and a black. 
we were just talking about four twos for three and a black last episode. Mm -hmm. uh, and it has cohort, tap and tap an untapped ally and target opponent loses two life. Boy, did yep. these get annoying in the late game. Yeah, well, I mean, they attacked in until they couldn't anymore and then they just started chiseling you away. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's probably the best green common. It's, can you guess? I don't remember. Oh, in... I can't, I don't remember this set too clearly. I played a lot of it, but now I can't remember it. What is it? Is this card good in standard? I don't know, but I somehow ended up with 40 of them, so get them out of my oh, house. Oh, 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 Saddleback Legac. Saddleback Legac. Yeah, this guy was real good. Real, real good. Three and a green for a 3-1 when Saddleback Legac enters the battlefield. Support two, which is to put a plus one, plus one counter on each of up to two other target creatures. Fun to play, fun to say. Yep. yep. Man, when you got to chain Legax together, yeah. it'd be like... That one I played last turn is a 4-2 now. Just like, yep. gah, 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 gah. Uh, another good card with, uh, another good ally with Cohort is the Spawnbinder Mage. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the better ones. Three and a white for a 2-4 with Cohort, tap and tap an untapped ally to tap a creature. Yeah, Everybody how bad can tapped. we make a, a tapper before it stops being bad? Well, this, in, this was a high pick, so... Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, like, this was... Not quite battlecruiser magic in the tradition of Rise of the Eldrazi, but there could be some very big things here that were hard to deal with. And there were subtle combos that you could put together, mm -hmm. such as any of the creatures with Cohort and, and our next card, card. Vampire, uh, yeah. Vampire Envoy, yep. which was a 1-4 flyer for 2 and a black, which is already pretty alright, but whenever it becomes tapped, you gain a life. So whenever mm -hmm. it attacks, sure, but also whenever you use it to, for a Cohort ability. Yep. I, uh, was white-black... Allies the best deck in this format, or was it just the most irritating deck in this format? I loved it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like, it it was relentless. Yeah. Right? Uh, Reality Hemorrhage mm -hmm. is uh, one in a red, devoid, instant, and it deals two damage to target creature player. So it's slightly more expensive shock, and also it's colorless. Mm -hmm. So, why not? Um, Unknown Shores, decent for fixing, taps for a colorless, now that the new colorless mana symbol... And for one and tap it, you can filter into any color you want. Sure. Sweep away the unsummon of the set. Two and a blue instant return target creature to its owner's hand. If that creature is attacking, you may put it on top of its owner's library instead. Hmm. It's like a Griptide. Yep, at instant speed. Yeah. I got got by that so many times. <laughs> of course, I also got people, so it's, I can't feel too bad about it. Hmm. Um, submerged Boneyard. Nice little fixing. Enters yeah. tap. Taps for blue or black. For uh, those curious, this has been printed at Common now in the um, one of the dual decks. Nice. Yeah. So, so this goes into popper. my popper. Popper deck. There we go. Little popper. Or hey. Bailoff pup. One and a green for a three one. And it has trample if it has a plus one plus one counter on it. Like really if, like Saddleback Legac. I was going to say, like if perhaps you used support into the Saddleback Legac. Mm -hmm. Um... The card's so good, it got banned in standard. Wait, what? Reflector Mage. Ah! <laughs> yeah, this yeah. one's, well, this one's pretty backbreaking, isn't it? Yeah. One white blue for a 2-3 human wizard. When Reflector, not an ally, thank goodness. When Reflector Mage <laughs> enters the battlefield, return target creature and opponent controls to its owner's hand. Oh, okay, so like a mana war. That creature's owner can't cast spells with the same name as that creature until your next turn. So like, mana war is looking at this card like, what the hell, man? For one blue extra added to that cost, you get human. No, for, human sorry. For swapping. Yeah, one swapping of the colors one of the colors to, to blue. white. Yeah, to white. You get human and wizard subtypes. You get an extra point of toughness mm -hmm. and a can't cast clause for a turn. This yeah. thing's 
this is a very good uh, lander playable. It's yeah, nuts. it's like a brutal tempo play. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to be first picking our rare. What's that? Because and hoping to wheel. I don't know. Envoy, Spawnbinder Mage. I don't know. I want to be in white black for this. Oh, is it a demon? Uh, no, it's a vampire. Ooh, it's no! <laughs> some folks will never eat, eat a drone, drone and then some folks will like Cletus, the very highly playable. Yeah, the the is this guy still forty dollars? I don't know. Uh, not quite forty, but he's an outstanding. Yeah, this card outstanding is like card. really, really good. Yeah, yeah. two black could, black for a three four legendary creature vampire warrior with lifelink. Okay, I'm sold. He's sixteen bucks. Nice. If a non-token creature an opponent controls would die, instead exile that creature and you get a 2-2 zombie instead. So it actually, not only do you get critters when you blow up your opponent's creatures, this also bricks persist. Yeah. And similar mechanics. Yeah, because well, like, if it would die, replacement effect, replacement effect, you exile it instead. Yeah, so it doesn't, Does like, this, this bricks my, de my Highlander deck hard because it turns off all my death, death triggers. Oh, right. All the right. aristocrats stuff doesn't work. Yeah, like work. Blood Artist doesn't work. I don't get my creatures when they, like, I don't get a creature off of, like, um... This uh, breaks Academy Rector, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, but wait, there's more text there's on the more, card! There's more text. Oh, good. Two in a black, sacrifice another vampire or zombie, and remember you're getting these zombies, to put two plus one plus one counters on... Kalitas, this, this creature with lifelink. <laughs> this card is so good. In just combat. Play it. Play yeah, it in, just play it. Play it in a deck that that like can hit four drops. Or yeah, play it in a deck that wants a three-four with lifelink, which is also just totally like the body is fine. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's then the other abilities are unreasonable. I think Allison plays this in her deck now. Good. And when she combines it with like even just like a little light toxic deluge, you're just like, okay, this game's over. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's good. I realize because often this is the sort of thing that people might get confused about in uh, the comments. This is our friend Allison, local judge, who you might have seen on one of our Highlander Maybe. streams, not Allison from Wizards. Yes. Different Allison. Different Allison. Because she lives in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last pack here. This is a gate crash. So a bit of a jump. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm definitely taking Kalidus out of that pack. Yeah, absolutely. If Kalidus isn't in that pack, pack. I don't know what I'm taking. Well, um, this is the pack where, where cultivator drone actually. Where you get past, um, you get past reflector mage, and you're like, Pfft. yeah. Hey, okay. Like, Person <laughs> to my right doesn't know how to play this game. And then later, you're like, like oh, oh, oh. 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 <laughs> All right. Gate crash. Ooh. Let's do it. Dutiful Thrall. Ah. Nope. It's a 1-1 one, one for 1 white, and for 1 black you can regenerate it. Snore. Nope. Not good enough. Towering Thunderfist. <laughs> 4 and uh, red for a 4-4 four, four, giant, and for white it gains vigilance in point of turn. This guy was not exciting, but fine. It's fine, if you could ever live long I enough mean, to I cast I don't think him. the Boros deck wanted to go up to 5. No, it didn't. No. But... He definitely got to name himself. Yeah. Basilica's Creature. Love Basilica's Creature. Yep. It's a one and a black for a one-two flying bat. But it has Extort. I love Extort. Mm -hmm. Whenever you cast a spell, any spell, you may pay a white or a black. If you do, each opponent loses one life and you gain that much life. 
I loved it. Need to revisit these for my Popper Commander deck because mm -hmm. last time I checked, Extort was not part of the card's Correct. mana identity because Correct. the mana symbol is in the reminder text, mm. not on the rules text. Yeah. Not on the rule. So you could absolutely run Basilica's creature in your blue-black Commander deck. Yep. Ooh. And. Each opponent loses one life, and you gain mm -hmm. all that life. Yeah. I, I remember playing against an extort deck, and literally doing, I think, I, I had, I, by the end of the game, like, I lost. And by the end of the game, I had done something like 50 damage to the guy. <laughs> and I, it just, it, it just, what, I just wasn't making any progress. <laughs> it was just like, attack, attack, attack. Gain life, gain life, gain life. And they're slowly draining attack, you attack, every time, attack. too. Gain life, yeah. gain life, gain life. The death and taxes, really. Of um, Way of the Thief was kind of an unexciting creature aura. Uh, the mm -hmm. creature got plus two, plus two, and was unblockable as long as you controlled a gate. For four CMC? But, yeah. yeah. This was sure not, uh, what was the white four mana aura that gave you plus two, plus two in Vigilance and a Knight? It was five mana, oh, but five yeah, mana, knightly, yeah, Knightly Valor was very good. Yeah, Knightly Valor, yeah. yeah. Good Steve. Uh, okay, you guys can go fight. I'm just I'm just gonna go through this gate over here. That's... Yeah. Gonna go and it's, fight. It's, it's not locked, you got, okay. Gonna yeah. go and fight in the pit. <laughs> hey, pit it's fight. pit fight. This is the first time this effect uh, made an appearance, right? Instant speed fight? Uh, I, I think so. I want to say that this is the first time we saw this mechanic. What, it's fight? called green, fight? As green removal. Uh, no, because Prey Upon was printed before this. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. I mean, even yeah. if we want to get really pedantic, like Arena was printed a lot. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, fair but, enough. Uh, I think this was the first time I'd seen, I was going to say I'd seen it in instant speed, but then Arena is also instant speed, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I think so. Anyway. Unless it has a clause on it. I just remember the time going, <gasps> instant speed fight. Yeah. I was excited about it. Wham. All the coins in Ravnica can't save his soul now, attributed to Narbolg Nine Fingers. Why is he called Narbolg Nine Fingers? Long, quiet stare. Because he's got nine, nine fingers. fingers. Yeah. What, oh. like, what happened to the tenth one? He hasn't collected it yet. <laughs> They're like on a necklace. <laughs> because that's how many fingers he collects when he kills you. <laughs> oh. Oh. He leaves one as a warning. <laughs> um, psychic Strike. It's yep. uh, so, so annoying. Uh, one blue black counter target spell its controller puts the top two Whoa. cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. That's in your deck, isn't it? Yeah, this is the one of the only reasons to play Demir in this format, where one of one of the only ways that Demir actually got to live to do anything. Yeah. However, countering something on turn three after your opponent has landed a two drop against Boros, it's rough. You ever, you ever win a game with Balustrade Spy? Uh... Not outside of Legacy. <laughs> really? I thought we did. Didn't uh, we? Balustrade Didn't Spy is a 2-3 vampire. So that's a flyer for three and a black. When Balustrade Spy enters the battlefield, target player reveals cards from the top of his or her library until he or she reveals a land card, then puts those cards into his or her graveyard. This is in Whoops All Spells. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which is a very, very weird deck. This, yep. this, um, this mechanic, the... The re reveal from the top of library. This plus laboratory maniac, and then do something stupid. Or yeah, something. angel of glory's rise, and then uh, Mal no, uh, Maloku. Is it Maloku? No, 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 no it's, it's um, um, Azami Lady of Scrolls. Azami Lady of Scrolls. I think yeah. that's how the deck wins. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, because you can tap Azami to make uh, to draw a card. Human. No, a wizard. Yeah, Got that. and then if they respond, you can tap lab maniac. But the uh, yeah. yeah, the balustrade spy. Um, this sort of mechanic, the reveal top of 
re reveal cards from top of library until you hit a land, then put everything into your graveyard. Showed up on a couple Demir cards mm -hmm. through, uh, through the set. Colloquially called Grind, although never yeah. actually named that. Yeah, that was it. Grind, thank you. Mm -hmm. Grind X. Yeah, so maybe I'm maybe I'm conflating Balustrade Spy with just winning a game with Grind, but we definitely won a game with Grind at the, on the pre-release queues. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. No, we won it with um, the Demir Rare Spectre. Night Vale Spectre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when we hit... We, we swung in with Night Vale Spectre, hit a land mm -hmm. off an Orsoff player, got like a Plains, I think. Yeah. Uh, did it again, got another Plains. Okay, fine. Swung in a third time, hit their Obsidat. Yep. And they scooped with it on the stack. Wow. Yep. Yep. Felt good. Wow. Yep. Also, I'm pretty sure that there's a... Uh, was it was it actually Mind Grinder? What was the spell with Cypher that did that, that did the grind ability? Um... It was, I can see it now, it's the guy who's like, oh yes, I'm quite clearly insane, you see. And he's looking up into the camera and it's kind of oh, like wait. a fisheye sh shot. That's our rare for this pack. <laughs> it works. Wow. Let's jump ahead. Yeah. Whispering Madness. Uh, two blue, <laughs> black. Sorcery. Each player discards his or her hand, then draws cards equal to the greatest number of cards discarded this way with Cypher. So it's not grind, but it's mm -hmm. like a, I guess it's like Wheel of Fortune, kind of. Yeah. With Cypher, oh, and that's, you get to drill through your whole deck. Windfall? Mind Grind is what you were thinking of. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but Mind Grind doesn't have Cypher, so I was thinking of, but I was thinking Whispering Madness. Yeah, I think Pitch Your Hand, Draw That Many Cards is Windfall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could be wrong about that, but. Uh, well, I guess let's go through the rest of the pack uh, now. Um, <laughs> now the spoilers. Oh, it's okay. Ivy Lane Denison, 2-3 hey, Elf for 4 mana. Whenever another green creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. This is part of the Denizen cycle, of which the red one is really, really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The um, Tin Street Denizen? I think so. I think yeah. so. It's a 1-1 one, one goblin, goblin for red, and whenever you cast a red creature spell, it gets plus one plus O. Oh. Yeah, the bor Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Foundry Street. Foundry Street Denison. Tin Street Denison was, I think, Tin Street Hooligan. Was, Hooligan was from... Yeah. Uh, that's the one that shatters if you pay green to cast yeah, it. It's a yeah. piker. Yeah, so, I never really saw... I think just four mana for a 2-3 is it's too slow it's in this format. too slow. Which sucks. Um, Death's Approach is a creature enchantment that the enchanted creature gets minus X minus X, where X is the number of cards in its controller's graveyard. Creature cards. Creature cards. So... That can increase. That's not a static one-time thing because this is an enchantment. So if they get more creatures in their bin, mm -hmm. uh, they can uh, the X can increase and then slowly kill the creature. Or you're hitting them with stuff like Balustrade Spine, Whispering Madness, and filling up their bin. Yep. That said, it's not great. Yeah, like as a Boros player, were you afraid of that card? Not really. Not really. No. I got more tutus. Yep. Uh, Sage's Row Denizen is the blue one. It's a 2-3 three for 3, which is comparatively better. Uh, Those one mills. But whenever another blue creature enters the battlefield, target player put the top two cards of their library into their graveyard. So, I like yeah. this guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going, if if you have, you know, Whispering Madness and Balustrade Spy, you may as well. I right? wonder yeah. if there's a way to like combo this guy and get like infinite blue creature enters triggers. Uh, this guy is in a popper deck. He's in familiars. Huh. I want to say. Hmm. Like I or feel like there's, there's a play before. you can make with that guy. It's probably not good, but. Mm -hmm. So do you take the madness and try to? Do you take Whispering Madness and try to wheel the Demir Charm or the other way around? Demir Charm is blue and black for an instant, and you get to choose one of the following modes. Alex, you want to read them? Counter target sorcery spell, or okay. destroy target creature with power two or less, 
or look at the top three cards of target player's library and put one back and the rest in, into that player's graveyard. Mm. I think I take the Whispering Madness and hope to wield the Demir Charm, but mm -hmm. I'm really hoping to wield the Psychic Strike, I think, because I don't yeah. think, like, Demir Charm... It's really cool. I'm, it's really cool. It's but... really cool. It just needs to be, like, 5% better. Yeah. Like, if it was... <sighs> Many of the charms from this set ended up in Highlander, but there's not one of them. There's, yeah, I remember Ben Wheeler trying to make the argument for Demir Charm, and, and just like yeah. it breaking his heart every time. Yeah, I know. Demir Charm's not good. Orzov Charm is not good. Boris Charm is excellent. Uh, uh, is it Charm is excellent? Is it Charm is nuts. Um, Golgari? Golgari Charm is nuts. Yeah, Golgari Charm. Well, Golgari Charm is one of the few spells in Highlander that kills a true name nemesis. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Uh, um, Rakdos Charm? Rakdos Charm is... Fringy because yeah. all three modes are good, mm -hmm. but they're all hate. Mm. Yeah. So isn't he a charm? Yeah, it sees a little bit of play. It's fine. I think mm -hmm. it makes like a knight and yeah. blows up stuff. Azoria's charm? Uh, yeah, definitely. It's mm -hmm. actually quite good. Yeah, like, it's a it, very it, good control it, card. It cantrips. Uh, Jeremy White was talking about this on a podcast recently. He's like, that card's like really underplayed. Simic mm -hmm. charm? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah. like unsummon, giant growth, hexproof, I think. Those are all mm -hmm. good modes. Mm -hmm. Sweet. So, all right. Sorry, Demir Charm. Yeah, it just like it's so close to being good, but like if it was instant or sorcery, mm. counter target instant or sorcery, that would be really good. Yeah, only sorceries is rough. Um, the removal clause is not bad. Yeah. Um, but the 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 uh, the look at the top, like if this was strategic planning, but that's probably too good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh well. And speaking of close to good, but definitely not, Hinder Vines, uh, two and a green instant prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn by creatures with no plus one, plus one counters Ooh, on them. Fog with downside. Fog with downside. <laughs> I mean, kinda. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're if you're on the plus one, plus one counters, this is a one-sided fog where you just, like, wrath their board, basically, after blocks. Yeah, right? but you gotta be in a pretty... Commanding position. Particular situation to to, be, to, to do that. Mm -hmm. And then the last one was Killing Glare, which is a X and a black, destroy a target creature with power X or less, which actually seems pretty all right. Yeah, when you... When you just like, hot. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, F it, I'll take Whispering Madness out of this pack. Yeah, I mean, this is actually interesting in that uh, Boros, red, white, aggro, here. was the commanding deck in this format. Yeah. Um, there's basically nothing in this pack for it because it doesn't even want Towering Thunderfist. Yeah, I mean, like maybe it do it doesn't even like pit fight because all of your creatures are quite small. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think you take Whispering Madness and hope to wield a Psychic Strike. Mm -hmm. um, barring that, I think maybe even Sage's Row Denizen, which can come down and block, like uh, the the Boros Grenadier, and a couple of other things. Oh um, man, there were so many. But it can't block uh, Wojek Halberdiers, which is like your nightmare card in the Boros stack. I fondly remember James and I breaking this format just by forcing all the two drops. Yep. That was one of our earlier uh, wack recorded wacky drafts. Was mm -hmm. We were just like, don't care what it is, if it costs two mana and it's a creature, we're taking it. And then we took Fixing and we d destroyed that draft because no, mm -hmm. no one else had two drops. Yeah. yeah we if didn't you mind out all the two drops. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was it was a heck of a thing. Yeah. Basilica Screecher even goes in that, right? Yep. 
Uh, well, hey, we managed to get through um, five packs. Five packs, kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Thanks, everybody, who uh, gave us those packs. Appreciate it. And thanks, everybody, for uh, listening today. Yes, Justice. Mm -hmm. um, that'll do it for this week, as a reminder. Um, cardkingdom.com slash LRR. The show is brought to you by Card Kingdom, and they're great. And uh, it's also brought to you by you at patreon.com slash Loading ready run. Get that patron. And uh, that's going to do it. And we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah. Until then. Later. Thanks, everybody.